welcome to the UTG at Work podcast. I'm Deacon Mike Houghton. I'm the executive director of an apostolate called UTG at Work. Our mission is to help women and men joyfully live their faith and witness to Christ and the gospel in the workplace. I'm happy to be with you as we explore the Sunday gospel in ways that help people who work. This weekend we celebrate the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and our gospel is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to these little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all of you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the principles we've embraced here at UTG at Work is this simple phrase. It's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. This quote is often attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt, but it's possible that it goes back long before her. However, regardless of who said it, we've come to embrace it. The reason that we like this phrase is that it helps clarify our mission. We're about helping women and men joyfully live out their faith and witness to Christ in the gospel in the workplace. The word joyfully isn't just a mundane adverb. It's a mentality. It comes from the pastoral letter Unleash the Gospel by Archbishop Alan Vigneron. The very first paragraph of his pastoral letter is this. Jesus Christ makes all things new. He himself is at work to renew his church in the Archdiocese of Detroit. He is pouring out his Holy Spirit anew so that every member of the church may be formed and sent forth as a joyful missionary disciple, so that the gospel may be unleashed in southeast Michigan. In fact, I did a search on the pastoral letter and found that the word joy or joyful appears 43 times. The reason this matters so much to us here at UTG at work and hopefully to you as well as you come to ponder how you will unleash the gospel and live your faith in the workplace, is that it points us toward the good, the positive, the love of a disciple. And in turn, it steers us away from the bad and the negative and the confrontational. In our world today, we have far too much of the bad, the negative, and the confrontational. We have far too much division. We have far too many people who want to throw water on someone else's candle so that they can enjoy the darkness. This isn't what Jesus asked of us. Now, there's no doubt that Jesus made clear the realities of sin and hell. And as we progress through these podcasts, there will be plenty of time to address that. But even when he spoke of the negative, he did it from a perspective of love and concern for all of us. He loves us so much that he wants us to be with him in heaven. He loves us so much that he shares the truth so that we can understand it and embrace it. As a father, I've done the same for my children, and it's always out of love for them. So with this in mind, let's look at today's gospel. It's essentially made up of two parts. The first part is a joyful praise of God the Father. Jesus begins with, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Just take a moment to ponder that. Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, is giving praise to God the Father, the first person of the Trinity. Now, I'm no theologian, but in this I see all three persons of our triune God. We have Jesus offering praise, praise being given to the Father, and the Holy Spirit being made manifest in the love between them, which motivates Jesus to speak as he does. 
Every time I read this passage, or the one just like it in the Gospel of Luke, I picture Jesus with a smile on his face and looking up to heaven. He's publicly praising his Father for all to see and hear. He's joyful. He's lighting a candle rather than cursing the darkness. The second part of this gospel passage is something that's often read at funerals and funeral vigils. In my time as a deacon, I've done literally hundreds of funeral vigils, and I've read this passage many times myself. So where, you may ask, is there joy in that? Well, think again about what Jesus says. He says, Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. Now, the people of his day would have understood that a yoke was something that was slipped over the head of an animal to pull something. The very act of putting on a yoke meant that there was work ahead. So clearly, he wasn't saying that being a disciple would mean smooth sailing and all happy days. No, what he was saying is that all of us have many yokes available to us. Our job as a disciple is to take on the right one, which is his yoke. Some choose instead to take on a yoke of anger or bitterness or division. They pull that burden forward with all their might, fighting and gritting their teeth every step of the way. They most certainly aren't lighting candles for anyone else, including their co-workers. Some will take on the very painful yoke and the difficult yoke of addiction or alcoholism, and they find that once this yoke is pulled over their shoulders, it's very hard to take it off again. But the yoke of a disciple of Christ is easy and the burden light. Why? Because it's a yoke of joy. Those of us who embrace the life of a disciple know that while it's not easy, it is joyful. There's a joy that comes from living the life that God has called you to live, including at work. We can't always express it or explain it, but we're born with an innate understanding that there is a God, that this God is a God of love, and that when we choose to live our lives according to that love, we find joy. And so a true disciple will joyfully take the yoke of Christ over any of the other yokes that life may put in front of them. And when they do, they find themselves joyfully lighting a candle rather than cursing the darkness. From a very practical perspective, what does this mean to a Christian in the workplace? It means things like developing relationships with people at work out of a genuine love for them. It means demonstrating good Christian behaviors both at work and outside of the workplace. It means looking for win-wins rather than constantly trying to fight against authority. Look, there are things that will happen at work which go against what we believe as Catholics and as Christians. This is clear. There are corporate policies which embrace things that we know are sinful. There are corporate sponsorships of groups that we don't believe in or don't agree with. Do we fight against them? Well, I suppose there are times when we have no choice, but as a general rule, we're far better off trying to find some common ground and then slowly moving to right the ship than we are launching an all-out attack. In other words, when we're surrounded by darkness at work, it's not going to help to curse it. It's better to light a candle so that others can see that the life you live as a disciple is something that they want to experience as well. Thanks for joining me for this week's UTG at Work podcast. I look forward to meeting again next week. In the meantime, I encourage you to boldly live your faith in the workplace in the week ahead. I'll pray for your success, and I ask that you pray for the success of this UTG at Work apostolate. If you want to learn more about us, please visit utgatwork.org. Now go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life.